0: Welcome to Chatting Change, a lively conversation about how to navigate some of life's big change moments with me, Rami Chueni, and Tlakanipo Mangele. This time, the discussion is all about starting a family, and we are joined by Dr. Cindy Fonseo. We talk about keeping up with the Caramelos, as well as how she and her hubby raise their kids across cultural lines. Chatting Change is made just for you by Bright Rock, the first ever needs-matched life insurance that changes as your life changes.
1: Rami, I just want to say that today, with this beautiful dress, you look
0: amazing. Thank you. Thank you. You don't look bad yourself. And <gasps> I can see, you know, a Zulu man with a Swana influence yes. top with a bit of some Northern yes. African touch. Yes.
1: Cross cultural fashionista. Are to, you
0: are representing. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Thank and you. And that's very what we're much.
0: talking about today. We're talking about cross culture. Yes,
1: with Cindy Sale. Yes, with Indeed. Cindy. And Indeed. we're also talking about. Cross marriages, Yes, cross-cultural parenting, yeah. cross-racial parenting. Yeah, and yeah. all
0: that. those kids that are mixed, you know. Yeah. The yeah.
1: caramellos.
0: Yeah, the caramellos, yeah. the black ones with the Chinese eyes, you know, that kind of thing. I'm,
1: I'm ready to speak about this, Absolutely. are Absolutely, let's do that. Let's chat. Cross-cultural parenting. That's an interesting topic. Cross-cultural marriages.
0: That's mm.
1: another one. That is another one. And I look think at he her, she's just both. blushing. Mm.
0: She's just like... I'm just happy to be here with you guys.
1: <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here, too. <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you. You know, Cindy, how are the caramelos doing? That's the first thing. That is that making. a crew, Caramelos. Yes, it is her crew. All oh, right, my, It's my squad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it is what?
2: yeah. So I have two kids. I have a 10-year-old daughter called Nandi and a 7-year-old son called Marnie, and I call them the caramellos. And the reason I call them the caramelos is because I'm um, happy and I flew to Cape Town one year, and the flight attendant on this one airline that is that, that the, they know the flight attendants are very funny. They make yeah. jokes and so on. Yeah, they don't yeah. do what everyone else does. Yeah. So she says to me, oh my gosh, you and your husband are top deck, so your yep. babies wow. are going to be Caramellos. So <laughs> wow. the chocolate's called Caramello Bears, so yes, that's where the name comes, that's from.
0: It comes from. So that's how
2: we ended up calling the kids Caramellos. And this this, is, this happened before they were born. So when you wow. when, when had them, then I was like, okay, we'll call them the caramelos. So Nandi's fine. She's getting feisty. Marnie's great. Um, he's in grade one. and. Um, I know, boys are, boys are interesting. He's, he's, he, he kicks a lot. And <laughs> he wants you. to hit stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really coping with that. But, um yeah, they're good.
1: Yeah. But how it's does good. it feel raising caramellos? Caramellos. Yeah, caramellos. Mm.
2: You know, it's, 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 it's different, okay? I mean, I, 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 I think the one thing that makes me sad is that when I go out with them, mm. right, people always ask me where their mother is, Yeah. right? Wow. So this is something they ask that... ask you that? Yes. This is something I haven't gotten used to. Wow. And it's, it's interesting because people think that Johannesburg is a very cosmopolitan city mm. and, and people are used to interracial couples mm. or, or seeing mm. someone with a mixed race child. That's not actually true. Mm. So yeah. we, I experience more more issues in johannesburg than anywhere else in you know in gauteng and obviously in in the country the biggest issues i face and i travel with my family is in cape town Uh, so cape town is really really they they don't pretend that this is this is odd or they're looking down upon it whatever it is yeah so so going to mold with them is challenging because people someone will some smarty panty person will always come and type in and ask where their kids or you'll have a white person touching their hair and ignoring me, right, I'm walking with my kids and you come up with my kids and you touch their hair and you say their hair is cute. But how are you touching my children without even acknowledging, acknowledging me? Yeah. Mother, so right? so that's that's always weird. But the, the weirdest thing is that when my husband goes out with them, right, none of the things that happened to me happen to him. Happen to him. Happened to him. Oh. So I've, I, I don't always understand how that works. You know, do they look at him and think, oh, okay, mm, those could be his kids and look at me and thinking, I oh, know
0: she's probably the nanny or something. Mm. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I yeah, know. in fact, that's quite deep that's what you're saying. You know, that's
0: quite, and that's what that's what we're talking about. That's what we wanted to discuss because not only do we have uh, cross racial relationships, mm. but we also have cross cultural. Mm. Because mm. I am Betty, and I was married to a Tswana person, mm. Mm. and you find that our, our our cultures are not the same. Yeah. what yeah. Venga people do and what Shizonga people do mm. and what Kosa people, mm. people do are completely three. Different things all together, mm. yeah, and you find that there's still also a serious cultural divide. Yeah. And this is what we're trying to get to the crux of it, because I mean, you experience a lot of people asking you, "Are you the mom? Are mm. you all of that?" But the, what are your like your basic um, observations? You know, like when now you are not the one everyone else is looking at, and you're actually experiencing it. Do you think mm. we have a society that embraces that easily, and do you think there is like a lot of culture that we need to be um some a level of culture that you should be focusing on because with our kids right now Mm -hmm. 95 percent of our kids they speak english Mm -hmm. like english Mm -hmm. is like a normal medium and you get then one day you take them to your grandmother in Limpopo. they're Mm -hmm. like why are your kids not saying Mm any word of vernacular you know so what are like your basic observations in that like what do you think um could be the problem and with the problem do you think that are there any solutions that can like, help us as a society mm. to deal with this? Because I think it's quite an important thing that we are facing in mm. a country.
2: I think what I will say about language acquisition, I think that's, that's what you're speaking about, is that you can only learn a language if you're immersed in it. So mm. when I think of myself, I was born in, in Harare, Zimbabwe <coughs> to a South African mom. So my mom was South African, my dad is Zimbabwean. But my mom wanted me to speak Isi Zulu. So all she did is that she only spoke to me, in Isi Zulu, from the time I was born up until I turned 28. And when I was 28, I got married. So the only reason why she started speaking to me in English is because my husband c- couldn't understand what she was saying. But I don't uh-huh. recall a time that my mom spoke to me in English unless she was under pressure and she had to speak to me in English. Yeah. And that's how I learned Zulu, you Zulu know, in Zim, mm. and I learned it fluently. Yeah. And the challenge for, for my husband and I now is that because we speak English to each other, and he speaks Afrikaans, and I can also speak Afrikaans, I learned it at university. Mm. Because we're not speaking one language to the kids all the time, they, we end up just reverting to English. So, Marnie, yeah. for example, doesn't know as much Afrikaans as Nandi. Nandi knows Afrikaans because when um, when I was I'm um, pregnant with Marnie, Nandi went to live with my mom for five months, yeah. and my mom lives in Malatien, you okay. know, which is yeah. which, which is Wood called Whitbank. Yeah. So, she put Nandi in an Afrikaans creche, and she insisted that they put Nandi in the Afrikaans class because in Whitbank, the creches have this it, thing which yeah. they call they had they call it the Afrikaans. Speaking kids, and then the English-speaking kids, and wow. inevitably, all the white kids are in that class, and all the black kids are in the English-speaking mm. class. And my mom said, my my husband, my brother-in-law, my son-in-law wants his daughter to speak Afrikaans, so you will put her in the Afrikaans-speaking mm. class, mm. so that she spent five months there. And I think she really, it, it, it sunk in. The Afrikaans sank yeah. in, and now she's doing it at school, so she's okay. speaking it. But Marnie doesn't, and that really hurts Marinas because he's you know he's the only grandson out of all the grandkids, and he wants his son to be able to speak Afrikaans. Mm. So I want to become more proactive. And in this regards okay. and maybe get them a tutor to teach them to teach them Afrikaans Zulu same story when I lived with my mom for five months she could understand it fluently she'd come back home I'd speak it to her then after my mom passed away I just got lazy and I stopped oh. speaking Zulu to my kids and now they don't speak Zulu at all so, No,
1: they Do can they understand it though
2: it's gone Wow. It's gone. So if you don't use it, you lose yeah, it. So yeah. immersion in, in the language is very important. This is for any parent who wants a kid to learn a language. You speak to them in the language which you want them to learn. Mm. And the thing about English, which we, which we don't understand, is that it's English is
1: everywhere. but it, right? yeah. so, it, so, it takes from everywhere. Exactly. But, yeah. So
2: your kid will learn English eventually. <laughs> but the schools that our kids go to seem to have... Um, perpetuated a a, there's a thing amongst parents that if your child can't speak English or your child goes to school that that. that doesn't teach English properly then they're not smart and that's not true so we've bought into that and I think a lot of black parents have bought into that and so our kids are in these schools where you must speak English or else and that's a pity because the language is going away the kids are losing it Mm -hmm. and we're going to end up with a whole generation of kids who can't speak their vernacular language so it's, you have to make an effort around it that is
1: true but i also feel like in the time that we're living in right now there is not a lot of parents forcing culture or instilling culture in their kids i think we're more liberal in the sense of it's a new age it's yeah. a new cultures. everyone is welcoming of everything else and we don't really need to sit on zulu or closer mm. just do whatever it is that you feel is that something that you feel is wise yeah or?
2: well it's not wise and what it really is it's not even a new age thing mm. if you the further away you are from your core, so so yeah. that your 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 grandparents and your and your, your whole family, the further away you move from them, yeah. the easier it is it is, the easier it is to lose to lose culture. Yeah. So okay. if you think of people that are, if you think of the diaspora, so yeah. I'm from Zim, okay. a lot of Zimbabweans are now based in South Africa. Mm. Yes. They their core is back at home. Mm. Their kids have a lot of things that they don't know or never know about what it is to be a black child in Zimbabwe, growing up, speaking a certain language, mm. eating sadza, because mm. they're not around their grandparents yeah, all the time. Yeah. So yes. what's happening with us is that people are migrating. So everyone wants you've been Gauteng. Yeah. You leave your parents True. back home at Eastern Cape or wherever it is. Yeah. Your kids are not going to experience certain things that have to be instilled from a young age. Yes. You know,
0: they'll, feel, yes. they'll have nuances of yeah. it, but they yeah. won't have the, the thing itself. Yeah. Yeah. But then is it also a sense of laziness on our part? Because... Um, I think the days where I would like I speak to Wotzello yeah. in Veneg, okay, my two girls because they're older they speak all the languages. Mm-hmm. But then Wozello was born English. <laughs> British and American all in one. <laughs> and and it is so difficult to to speak vernacular mm. and and spade in particular because we are based in johannesburg mm. and in johannesburg if it's not africans is mm. mm. so now she's got an issue with trying to learn Sepedi mm. and now she also has a burden of learning isiZulu mm. and while we direct everything in english yeah. Yeah. and I'm, I'm also thinking in terms of like you're saying migration mm. yeah. and we don't have that but then what are the solutions because um you have to be intentional about it, Rami. You have to be intentional about it. Yeah.
2: And what you don't want to do is that you don't want to disadvantage your child. Yeah. Right? There's gonna come a time there's in the same way that we all had we all had English first names. So my first name is Doreen, my second yeah. name is Cindy Siwe. Yeah. And then there was a change and people moved away from English names to African names. Yes, yes, yes. So if you have to, yeah. if, if you have yeah. an English name now, yeah. people tend to tease you about it. They do. And yeah. they, they call do. it they call it your slave name and so on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's going to come a time where there'll be a bit of a backlash towards kids that don't speak the vernacular. Mm. I, I, I think you can already really really yes. yes. really see So you don't yeah. want your child to ever be on the back foot in a situation like that. My kids are fortunate. Because they're mixed race, mm. people will be a bit more forgiving of them not being able to speak a vernacular language. Yeah. But if you're a black child in South Africa and you can't speak the vernacular, yep. you are going to suffer backlash. I think I think there's a movement in the world where we're moving towards Africanism. You can see yeah. with the hairs mm. yeah. and people yeah. um, going to twice and all. Yeah. It's, it's a strong thing and it's growing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're court's without the African name or without an African language to you, you're going to suffer from this.
1: I think it's growing now that that whole you get um, teased because you don't have an African...
2: Name, yeah. Yeah,
1: a name or you Mm. can't speak the language. I think it's always been happening because I grew up in in a Zulu family Mm. and obviously we spoke a lot of Zulu. Mm. But then in high school or from primary actually, they put me in in a white school so that Mm. it's the whole you need to learn how to speak English. Then I spoke English in what they call now a neutral accent. Mm. And when I came home or to friends or people in my neighborhood who would speak in the normal African languages or Accent, mm. as they would say, they would call me a coconut. Yeah, and
0: yeah.
2: that's painful. Yeah. I mean, I've been labeled a coconut. Uh, you know, I think I, I've, I've carried that label for longer than I can rem- I yeah. remember. And it's unfortunate because what people don't realize is that you speak a language in the accent in which it was taught to you.
1: Yeah. So your yes. coconutty yes. accent
0: it's is just your teacher. From your teacher. Came from your you got teacher. Yeah. 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 No, there's no way. There's hmm. no way. Who else it up. would tell yeah. you how to pronounce those exactly. words that way? So, yeah. so, so you're basically saying we need to be intentional. You the same way it. Everyone was being intentional by moving from, I'm now moving from Martha to being mm. a Exactly. It's like an, a conscious decision where yeah. we like, okay, it's actually okay to wear what we see, what exactly. we call African fashion. Yeah. Exactly. Because now, even in, um, because I know in Nimbabwe we, have, we had a lot of pressure. I mean, when I came to Johannesburg, they would say to us, you're going to get to Joburg, you're going to get other different cultures and they will oppress you. They will laugh at you yeah. because there is like still a hierarchy yeah. of culture yeah. and tribalism which culture in the country. Yeah. We're not even talking about black and white yeah. and mm. racial. So in, uh, you deal with ourselves. race, yeah. yes. then you then you deal with, with culture yeah. and and, yeah. Tribalism and also religion as well, as well. Yeah. and yeah. religion mm. on top of that. So now they will t- they will teach us like you're going to get there, you're going to feel like the lowest of the low, and they yeah. will make you feel like yeah. that. Yeah. Remember these three things: yeah. get education, yeah. mm-hmm. be smarter. Mm-hmm. And after that, kick everybody's butt, <laughs> and, that, and that is your only comeback. Like of yourself your and comeback. coming back. <laughs> yeah, and I think also, I think. If when you when you watch most of the work that I do, mm. yeah, I could actually do it in different languages, yes, but yes. I choose to use my language because yeah. it was that thing that if I don't speak it, yeah, nobody else will. Absolutely. And what are you
1: saying to your kids yeah. moving away from speaking yeah. that yeah. language of yeah. yours?
2: Yeah. yeah, and it's a pride thing. And I think what 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 I see it. I mean, I'm married into an Afrikaans family, so I'm married into a okay. family. And what really what I see right, when when Marinus talks about how his son can't speak Afrikaans and how it hurts him, mm. it's they were they had this pride in their language instilled into them from a very young age. Yeah, you know, okay. you're Afrikaans and there's nothing wrong with your language mm. and you must speak it and so on. And even, mm. his, I mean, his mom speaks English but doesn't speak English extremely well. So there are mm. times when she, her and I end up conversing Afrikaans, okay. right? But you can see, we'll see, they, they were told there's nothing wrong with your language, you must speak it and so on. And I think yeah. that's how the Afrikaans people are, yeah, right? Yeah. They then they have problems and then move overseas because obviously overseas it becomes a bit, bit more difficult for yes, them to keep yes. instilling that thing in their kids with other grandparents yeah, around but
0: yeah. yeah so I like what you what you yeah your but then we also around. know that we also know that with 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 us um we speak 11 different languages mm-hmm. in the country 12 and everything if you had to add Shona in and all those mm-hmm. kind of languages mm-hmm. now we've got 11 languages and then someone doesn't understand Chivenda, mm-hmm. or someone doesn't mm-hmm. understand Chitonga. Yeah. You know, you speak Zulu, yeah. I speak Spady, yeah. and then you speak the other Zulu. Mm-hmm. Let me just say the other Zulu for lack mm-hmm. of a better, yeah. um, just for that. But then we we end up speaking English anyway yes. because mm-hmm. we are too yes. lazy. But it doesn't well, mean we no, don't so, understand yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. We sorry. do. We yeah. do yeah. Because, yeah. And I remember there was someone who tweeted, um, I think it was someone, it was a tweet from Nigeria. Yeah. And then they would say, South Africans are tiring. <laughs> because in one tweet, they the put English, of Africans, Spadi, yeah. like you've got eight languages. In and a it's sentence. True. Yeah, because you will tweet and you're like, good morning, everybody. I just hope hotel <laughs> namonati and you guys. Yeah. 90, so yeah. jalo, yeah. Yeah. And you read at the tweet, like you look at the tweet, you're like, in yeah. fact, I just tweeted in eight different languages, yeah. but yeah. it is so natural. But mm. now, when we are cross-cultured mm. and we are cross-raced as well, mm. I, I'm just trying to, um, to, to, to establish how then can we make sure that that carries on, but then it becomes such an intentional and conscious decision to keep that. Mm. Because um, with America, for instance, mm. now black Americans, most of them, they speak English, mm. Mm, but they do have the African languages that they kind of yeah. lost along the way yeah. because they had to now catch up. Yeah. And do you think that's where South Africa is going?
2: Well, look, if we if we carry on the way we're carrying with our kids, right,
1: Yeah,
2: I think we're going to lose uh, some of the African yeah. languages. It, it really, it, you can see it happening. You can see it on Twitter. Yeah. You can see it when you go out with your friends. It's the schools that we are choosing to put our, to put our kids in. And, and if you think about the, 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 the schools, it's much easier for a teacher to just... Um, teach the kids in English, that right? Is true. Yeah. And she will she will run with the kids that pick up the concepts quicker and she'll carry on with them. Yeah. But in an ideal world, if 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 kids were to grasp concepts and grasp them well, in an ideal world. Kids should learn stuff in their home language mm. and then English should come in later. Okay. Right? That that's, yeah. the, that's yeah. the ideal. the yeah. But I it's idea. not to so have a strong foundation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, foundation phase yeah. in your home language, concepts come through and then English comes in later. But it's not happening and, and I don't think it's going to happen. But at schools, it's just much easier for them to converse in English. And mm. they're not gonna make an effort to to keep your to keep your home language. Yeah. Right? And that's when you get letters telling you that please make sure you don't speak your home language, you know, at home, your child must only speak English. I mean I have friends that have received letters like that because it's yeah. just easier for the yeah. teacher. to to do English. There's
1: a trick that my grandmother used to do. She used to speak to us in English when we were learning English, and then when she felt that we spoke it fluently enough, she would switch to Zulu. And then you would have to to switch as well. So she would bounce between the two languages as frequently as she would love to, Mm. and we would have to adjust to that as well. So that kind of made us aware of what am I thinking in now, what am I talking in now, and
0: what is it? And then moving from language as well, when I see this, like now we also talk about culture. Mm. There are some things that. Uh, me as a baby woman, I have yeah. learned from my grandparents, mm. from my parents, yeah. that we do as culture. Yeah. And then there's Zulu culture yeah. as well, the Xhosa culture, all these different cultures that are that, so diverse mm. that now when we get mixed together, you find that everyone's like, I would never do anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then you find that there's like this level of maybe I should unlearn that, Yeah. yeah. you know. Now, yeah. how do we separate that where we're like, okay, culture is culture yeah. and it's okay to learn other things without losing the essence of who you are yeah. and yeah. also be able to catch up with the fast-paced mm. world that we live in and still
1: fit in. And bring your culture well, with yeah. you. So the, I
0: think wow. the reality about
2: relationships is that um, there'll always be one person's culture that dominates the relationship,
1: yeah. right? Okay. So, so
2: it won't ever be a, a, a total balance. Okay. So. With Marinus and I, the foundation of our relationship is God. So we met at church. Mm-hmm. If we were not Christians, we wouldn't be together. Okay. You know? okay. So okay. so our foundation is God, and that's really the culture in our household. Mm-hmm. But generally, I mean, if, if two different um, cultures are made, us say two different tribes, one person's culture is going to dominate in that family. Yeah. yeah. So it's a compromise that you'll have to reach and discuss and so on. Yeah. So we, Marinus and I don't have issues in terms of um, are we going to instill African culture or African culture into our kids. Mm-hmm. We just want our kids to, to love God, to be kind. And, and to treat people with respect. Yeah. That's, that, those are the yeah. three most important things you know, for us as, as, as parents. I and mean, yeah. we spoke about this even before we had kids, that as long as we produce these kids that do these three things, we'll
0: have done our job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then someone else doesn't have that. Someone is hardcore Zulu yeah. who yeah. wants his, cu- his culture to be um, observed all the yeah. time. After every six months, mm. we're going to slaughter yeah. a, a sheep. And I'm
2: glad you said he, because many times, it's, it's it always is, the woman that defers. Yeah, that the, kind of the, submits the, and changes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Is it
0: is like that. But then, yo, yeah, slaughtering, mm. then ancestral things. And you go into then a school, school like, no, where animal
1: cruelty and all of and that And now taught. you've got
0: Botilo at 12, and she's like... Babes at school, their tutors, I'm calling the SPCA yeah. on you. Yeah. Because now, what <laughs> you yeah. doing is cruelty to animals. Oh, and no, now you have no, to explain no. and say, yeah. no, in our culture, this is what, this is we, what do. we do. This is yeah. what it symbolizes. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we mean. Yeah. And this is what it means for yeah. us. And, like, and even
1: in cultures, even with marriage as well, there's certain yeah. ages that people, some people marry young in yeah. cultures and it's okay. And yeah. other cultures, like, how dare you marry someone at that yeah. age? That's yeah. still a kid. How? So yeah, there's I all see. of that, and, and, and I
2: think this is why these discussions are important because discussing the stuff helps people to understand things better. Yeah. You know? but, the, but if we don't talk about it, then there's a vacuum, and then people yeah. fill whatever they want yeah. into that vacuum with
0: whatever. So you end up
2: actually having a whole lot of like
1: mix. Yeah, a
2: mix. We're Couch, making like, a mixed masala cultural cultural thing. Yeah, it is yeah. a cocktail. Yeah. But, the, but the whole thing about uh, just as an aside, the whole thing about saving dogs and saving animals—it's it's, it's a private school thing because my kids came <laughs> home the other day and they're like, oh. The dolphins are dolphins. And I said to them, I'm a medical doctor. Right? <laughs> we save human beings first, before we save dolphins. So I'm full of who's on my dolphins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not so, that I don't like animals, yes, but I I I'm not going to have my daughter crying over dolphins when yeah. their are human beings dying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's a private yeah. school thing. I think it's a, it's a white
0: teachers. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a black teacher. It's a black-headed black thing. Black <laughs> thing. Yeah, because know, other kids, seriously. they cry because you're slaughtering a chicken. Yeah, and you're like, babes, this is a hard body. Do you know how nice it is? Not that we don't like animals, but we have other priorities, you know? Cultural <laughs> priorities as yeah. well. You know, it is it is it is actually uh, quite amazing how uh, how diverse everything is, and how even though it is so diverse, we end up coming together somehow. Yeah, oh, we, and then no we, we, we do we have to find every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, have we do have a to find a, co- a, co- a compromise mm. somewhere along the way without stepping on anybody else on each other's toes yeah. and saying, you know what, you are who you are, I am yeah. who I am, yeah. and. When you are fine with you and yeah. I'm fine with me, together we can make magic. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and it, yeah. I
2: think it's great. I think it's great that there are more and more interracial couples coming through because a, a lot of people won't realize how racist they are yeah. until someone close to them decides to get into an interracial relationship. Wow, yeah. And I true. know my husband lost a lot of friends. He lost family members, and I also lost friends because they just didn't were they understand. they
1: friends
2: though? Yeah. Were they, they were actually like any people. Yeah, they were, yeah. but yeah. Just that they were not confronted with yeah. this thing. And it's one thing to see it from a distance, it's one mm, thing yeah. to see it over there, okay, but it's quite yeah. another when it comes close to when you. When it's just so hitting
1: you in your face.
0: That's when you really see yeah. what, what the world is about, once you're in, in, yeah. in an interracial relationship. Well,
1: let's it. keep it South African, uh, yeah. South African guys. And I, and I, yeah, and I,
0: I, I quite like how I noticed that now you are wearing a strip of, kind um, of, what's that material from, you are wearing, it. that's yes. from the Sotho, you're from Zim, based in South this Africa. This was Borch, <laughs> Upper Africa. That is up north, yes. yeah. And then with but with a, with the a pattern of uh, of Tswanda.
1: Indeed, but I'm Zulu. Zulu. But you're Zulu. I'm a cocktail. You see now, I mean, just on? a few of us yeah. sitting here, we are
0: like cocktails all together. Fruit salad, everything. Yeah, Let's do thanks. it. thanks, I man. I, I think after this, we deserve a cocktail. A proper, proper
1: cocktail. <laughs> In these mugs, so people think you right, so people behave. think you're
0: drinking tea. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do at weddings, right? And funerals. We exactly. walk <laughs> around the
0: mug. Don't get started on black funerals. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed Chatting Change, made just for you by Bright Rock, the first-ever needs-matched life insurance that changes as your life changes. For more needs-matched content like Chatting Change, visit changeexchange.co.za.